What's going on, everybody? This is Unfocused, and this week we are talking about the new decade, what a decade actually is, and uh, one of the biggest things I did in this decade. So let's hear that intro music. What's going on everybody this is the first episode of the brand new year and the brand new decade i can't believe it it's 2020 we are officially living in the future uh i think it's going to be a good year and it's going to be a good uh next 10 years hope everybody hope you all listening had a good new year's i hope it was safe and you had fun uh, i went to a little gathering uh with some friends and some ex-coworkers uh, which was nice, and uh, had a good time, out super late, because it was, you know, New Year's, of course, and spent yesterday, New Year's Day, just kind of doing nothing, and catching up on the sleep I missed, so kind of low-key, but that's, you know, it's just the way I like it, uh, but anyway, yeah, it's a new decade, and apparently there was some confusion uh, earlier this week, before the uh, ball dropped and we crossed over, uh, as to what a decade actually is and when it starts and ends. So I'm sure you all know that a decade is 10 years. It's a 10-year period, and it starts, like, for instance, the last one we just had started in 2010, and it went to 2019. Uh, and apparently a lot of people thought that that was nine years and not 10, which at face value, you kind of understand that because 2010 to 2019 sounds like nine years. But I guess what people thought was the decade went from 2010 to 2020 because that looks like 10 years, sounds like 10 years, but that's actually 11 years. And I think a lot of people were confused and there was like, I saw a couple people I follow, like, trying to break it down and tell people what's up. And so I'm just going to do my part and uh, let anybody who is still maybe confused what the heck a decade is. So like I said, a decade is 10 years. And it typically starts on the zero year. So, you know, 1990, 2000, 2010, 2020. It starts on the zero year and it ends on the year ending in nine. So 1989, 1999, 2009, 2019, so on. And I, you know, I thought everybody knew that. Um, I don't remember this much trouble 10 years ago when we went from 2009 to 2010, but maybe I just wasn't paying attention. Um, I don't quite know what that where the disconnect was and how people got confused but i thought we'd learn that in like third grade but who am i who knows what the schools are teaching these days but yeah so that's that's the breakdown of what a decade is and when it starts and ends and i hope uh you learned something um and that was a big help to whoever needed that. Keeping in with the subject of decades and everything like that, uh, I just wanted to uh, 
talk about how in a couple weeks I'm coming up on seven years since I made one of the biggest decisions of my life to move back to Pennsylvania from Missouri. Uh, I did that at the beginning of 2013. Uh, it was one of the biggest things I did in the last decade we just came out of. And uh, yeah, I just uh, remember it like it was yesterday because it was such a, a big deal to me. And sometimes I get, like when I first came back and like I was meeting new people and first a uh, couple of jobs I had, people asked like what it was like out there because I guess some some people haven't been out that way. And it was coming back here at first, like the first couple months was weird because I did grow up out there. Um, I lived out there from age 12 to 22. So a little over 10 years, 10 or 11 years altogether. And like, that's where I spent my childhood. That's, you know, gotten into trouble with friends and all, all that kind of thing. But it was coming back here uh, was a bit of an adjustment because things are different on the East Coast as opposed to the Midwest, um, if you can imagine. And to just give a little bit of perspective, uh, where I lived exactly was about half an hour south of St. Louis. So I lived on the St. Louis side. I think I talked about this in an earlier episode. Uh, but yeah, it was about 30 minutes south. And there wasn't a whole lot where I lived. It wasn't built up like it is where I live now. In the tiny little town that I lived in, there was a gas station and a small grocery store and a little hamburger place. So, oh, and the high school uh, where I went and graduated from was up the road. But there wasn't a whole lot. It was very rural, very, uh, I don't want to say farms. There wasn't that many farms that was out, way out farther, even farther south and other directions. But there just wasn't a whole lot. Very small towns here and there along the main roads and the highway. But it was just quieter and it felt slower moving than around here. I feel like where I live now, even though it's like eastern Pennsylvania, it feels like the outer suburbs of New York City and Philadelphia because they are the two closest big cities and I know a lot of people commute to those cities, which blows me away because it just feels so far away, but that's commuting distance for some people. So it's like this area is the outer suburbs, if you want to if you want to call it that, uh, and then out there it was just not that way. Like you get 15 minutes outside of St. Louis in just about any direction, and civilization kind of disappears uh, for the most part. There are you know there's towns and smaller towns and cities and all that, but for the most part there isn't a whole lot. There were less people, less traffic. Uh, and so, um, just things of that nature. Uh, so the, some of the biggest things I noticed that were different about living on the East coast, uh, just overall attitude of people. I feel like people around here are, 
I don't know how to how to word this. I don't want to say rude, but maybe indifferent um, to everybody to like Midwesterners. I feel like Midwesterners are a little bit uh, friendlier. They're like, oh hey, how you doing? How was your day? Uh, where'd you go to high school? That for that okay, just a little aside here. That I never understood the whole where'd you go to high school thing. I even get that here. I don't I don't really get it. Like, what is the big deal about where you went to high school? Why does it matter? That was, for me, it was 12 years ago that I was out of high school. So why? Why? But that's like a thing out there is one of the first questions is like, oh, what's your name? Okay, uh, where'd you go to high school? And then you're blah, 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 where you went to high school. I don't, I never understood that. And it's like a, a Missouri thing. But I digress. The overall attitude was they were... A little friendlier out there. Uh, I guess it's like they're closer to that whole southern hospital. Hospita- uh, can't talk. Hospitality. Southern hospitality, where they are like super friendly and talkative to other people. And I don't really get that as much around here. I don't get that. Um, I hate the word vibe, but that's the best uh, word I could come up with at the time. Uh, yeah, so just the overall attitude, like people move faster around here, they're trying to get places quicker, and I feel like, uh, I'll get to the driving in a minute, but I feel like people are more stressed out in this area, and things move faster, people are in a, always seem to be in a hurry, and I think that's just because of uh, the more built-up uh, nature of where I live. Uh, moving on to the driving, the driving was a culture shock because out there, the highways, the on-ramps are like half a mile long and you have like five minutes to, you know, merge onto the highway and there's usually wasn't a lot of traffic, uh, unless you went into like downtown St. Louis and of course there's traffic there because it's the city, but overall the traffic wasn't that bad, um, Another thing was, and I think I mentioned this, but it, people seemed to take like a half an hour to turn. They had their blinker on for a quarter mile, and they're taking their good old sweet time to make turns. And here, uh, if you don't turn fast enough, people will just go around you on the shoulder. It's like an unwritten uh, dra- traffic law around here. The cops kind of turn their turn their cheek to that. So if you don't, you know, if you aren't making turns right away, people get mad at you and they go around you or they honk and just it goes with the whole uh, everybody's in a hurry type of thing but like that was that took some getting used to because I learned to drive out in Missouri so I was used to the slower moving um, relaxed driving like I told people driving out there was boring and driving out here driving here is stressful and I think that's like the best way to describe it that I can that I can come up with but here you got to drive like your life depends on it because it does and you got to drive like like my grandfather would always tell me you got to drive like everybody's out to get you and that's entirely true like just today on my way home from work I had a guy get in front of me uh with inches to spare and I tried to honk at him but I didn't press hard enough and the moment passed so but yeah, I don't, I don't get it. They're very driving. You got to be aggressive and you got to, if you see an opening, you got to take it. 
and that's just the way it is here. But out there, it's a little different. At least when I was out there, it's been seven years now, so traffic could be terrible now. But anyway, when I was out there, it wasn't as uh, chaotic as it is here. Another thing I noticed uh, living here as opposed to out there um, was the selection of restaurants. There are just so many restaurants uh, around here, and I just, for the life of me, I can't remember that many restaurants that weren't a chain, at least where I lived. I know, of course, up in the city, you got restaurants all over the place, but like out where I lived and the surrounding areas, it was mostly chain restaurants, a lot of Mexican restaurants, and like Chinese restaurants. Pizza. Pizza. There's such a difference in pizza. If you're listening to this and you're from St. Louis or you used to live there or whatever and you like the pizza, you're wrong. The pizza is not good. They have this pizza. It's St. Louis style pizza. And what it is, is it's like a thin, it's like a, like a cracker. It's the best way I can describe it. It's a very thin, crispy, uh, crackly crust and they put like a tiny bit of sauce on it and they put this weird like weird love child of a cheese called provel that i don't really know what it is and they put that on there and that's what they call pizza and i don't know we the pizza out here is like actual pizza if you haven't had east coast style slash new york style pizza you are you don't know what pizza is and having had countless pizzas around here i will never eat st louis style pizza again uh again i apologize if you like st louis style pizza but you're wrong anyway back to restaurants there's just there's so many different kinds of restaurants around here and diners are another thing they don't have diners there's no diners in the Midwest. Uh, I don't understand. Uh, there was one restaurant I remember called the Courtesy Diner. Shout out Courtesy, Courtesy Diner. Um, forget what street it's on, but anyway. And from what I can remember, it wasn't even really a diner. Like they had like hamburgers and french fries and a couple of sandwiches, but here we live i you know i'm in the like you know uh, a stone's throw away from new jersey and new jersey is known for their diners so that kind of like spills over into here and there's diners everywhere and i don't know like they're i guess they haven't made their way midwest yet uh but that was just i didn't you know looking back and i don't remember ever seeing a, a true a true legit diner in in Missouri. Uh, but yeah, restaurants were another big difference. <laughs> and the other big thing that I noticed was the attitude toward alcohol around here as opposed to out there. Uh, for those of you that don't know, St. Louis uh, is home to the Anheuser-Busch Brewery, which makes and distributes uh, like Budweiser, Bud Light, um, all those beers, 
it's a big beer town. They like their beer. They like their beer out there, and you can pretty much find it anywhere. You can get it at the grocery store, the uh, liquor store, of course, uh, even the gas station. Um, if you want to fill up your car and grab a, a, a f- you know, a little bottle of Jack, you can do that. It's insane. Uh, even the movie theater and the zoo. And from what I remember, I don't know if they still do this, but you could get a Corona with your burrito bowl at Chipotle. That's how they roll out there as far as beer. And it's just over the years out here has gotten a little bit more lenient on it. But when I first moved back, uh, funny story. This was a few weeks after I got here and I was settled and everything. Uh, I was out doing some things and I went, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get I'm gonna get this, uh, some beer to take home. So, having that Midwest mindset, still, I went to Walmart to get some beer because out there you can get beer at Walmart. Uh, so I go into Walmart and I go over to their grocery side and I'm walking around and I'm looking up at the signs for. Um, you know, to show you, to tell you what's in each aisle. And I'm like, okay, where's the beer aisle? So I walk all the way to the back of the store where I remember it being in the Missouri Walmarts and I can't find it. Uh, so I'm walking around. I spend like 10 minutes walking around the grocery section looking for the beer aisle because I, f- I f- like, are they hiding it? Is it somewhere that, is it somewhere different uh, that I don't know? Like, what's going on here? I almost, I was like, 30 seconds away from asking somebody where the where the beer beer aisle was and looking like a complete idiot and a tourist (laughs) and so you know i i just said forget it i'll go home and then later that night i was talking to my dad and i'm like hey can you not get beer at walmart around here and he's like no you gotta go to a state store i'm like what he goes a state store you have to go to a specific store to get beer and alcohol and that blew my mind. I'm like, why? He goes, I don't know. That's just the laws here. It's like a state law. And I didn't get it because I was just so used to like going to the gas station and like walking past six packs of beer to get a coffee or an energy drink. And that's just not how it is here. But since then, that was seven years ago now, since then they've uh, kind of loosened the grip and on beer sales and you can get it at grocery stores now and... It's even a couple of gas stations now that that are selling it, so they kind of they still have the specific the special beer stores, but they've there's more options than there was when I got back here. But yeah, it's just crazy how different it is here as opposed to out there. And I mean, of course, I've since gotten used to it. Uh, I my driving has kept up for the most part. Uh, my fiance will tell me different that I still drive like a grandpa, but for the most part, I have kept up with the driving habits around here because you have to, otherwise you get left behind and I'm not going to get left behind. Uh, but yeah, it's just, there was an adjustment, uh, coming back here from an entirely different region. And, uh, but yep. That was one of the biggest things uh, I did this past decade. Um, So just wanted to tell you that funny story and give you some insight as to how life is in the Midwest as opposed to here. And uh, I hope you enjoyed listening. And I hope you will 
subscribe and leave a five-star review because it would really help me and the podcast if you you know left a review some feedback and uh i like five stars i don't really like four or three or two or one star uh it's got to be five because that would make me happy uh you can also follow me on social at on twitter and instagram at the jesse hofford uh for other things and yeah so that wraps it up for this week um thank you for listening and i will see everybody next week so take it easy have a good weekend